Welcome to the Podcasting for Business show. I'm your host, Lindsay Gould, the founder of The Podcast Boutique, the next level podcast production company for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get known and turn their listeners into paying clients. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies to launch, grow and monetize your podcast all while saving time in your business and having some fun doing it. Welcome to a new episode of the new Podcasting for Business show. You're going to be hearing some changes from today on the podcast and I'm super excited about them. My fabulous editor Petra and I have been working on a new concept for the show and I'm really excited about this new chapter for the podcast. Now, cheesy link aside, speaking of chapters, um, to celebrate World Book Day taking place on the 2nd of March this year, we're talking today all about how podcasts can help book sales. Now, I know lots of people who listen to this podcast are also authors or they're thinking of writing a book too. So this episode is definitely for you. If you're a parent or a carer, then you're probably already very aware of World Book Day when we send our kids off to school dressed up as their favourite book character. So it's always a fun day and I love seeing on social media everyone's pictures every year from this. But for those of you who aren't too sure about it, World Book Day, it's a charity essentially operating in the UK and Ireland. Now their mission is to promote reading for pleasure, offering every child and young person the opportunity to have a book of their own. Reading for pleasure apparently is the single biggest indicator of a child's future success. It's just incredible. More even than their family circumstances, their parents' educational background or their income. I just find that fascinating. So World Book Day now is marked in over 100 countries around the globe as well. And on their website, which we'll of course link to in the show notes, it says that spending just 10 minutes a day reading and sharing stories with children can make a crucial difference to their future success. So I know it's not exactly the same, but remember there are also audiobooks for children and also children's story podcasts too that really help with their imaginations. Because we've been talking about this topic today, I thought it would be really useful to share some tips with you about how podcasts can help book sales. So for those of you that are authors, budding authors, you're a podcaster already and you're thinking of writing your own book, here are five ways that podcasts can help your book sales. Number one is the opportunity for you to talk in depth about your book. You can talk about the storyline, the characters and Talking about these things on a podcast is far longer than you'll get the opportunity to do if you were perhaps on a radio show, for example, where you'll probably only get a fraction of the time, a couple of minutes in most occasions. But with a podcast, you get much more opportunity to talk about your book and also for the listeners to get to know you. Number two, Smith Publicity have recently shown in some research that they have that podcasts do lead to spikes in book sales. 
Now, the great thing about this is you don't have to have your own podcast for this to be the case. This can also be the case if you're a guest on other people's shows as well. Number three, it allows you as an author to build a portfolio. It's going to allow you to be seen as an authority and as an expert in your field. If you become a popular podcast guest, nowadays that is much like being a sought-after speaker. More and more people discovered this fact during lockdown when speaking gigs and bookings really dried up, understandably. So in-person speaking wasn't happening so much. People flocked to podcasts and what they're discovering is that actually they prefer it. (laughs) They prefer going onto a podcast as a guest They tend to get longer to talk about their books more in depth and can have a more relaxed conversation. Number four, podcasts are evergreen. I love this one. So podcasts allow authors thoughts and voices to be heard. You've got a much greater chance of having your interview heard more than if you were on radio doing a similar interview, which would be much, much shorter. Social media also is increasingly getting noisier and noisier every day and it's much more difficult to be heard. And I actually heard the other day some research around the lifespan of posts on social media. And as an example, on Facebook, a typical lifespan of a post on there right now is less than an hour before it's buried under other posts. So having your voice heard, your interview about your book heard on a podcast is evergreen. People are going to be able to find that in years to come. Finally, number five, podcasts make listeners want to know more. So once they hear your interview about your book, they are much more likely to read the book. And of course, one great benefit of podcast listeners is they love audio. So this is even more true if you are going to record an audio version of your book too. That's a really quick win. So here's a little summary of those five ways that podcasts can help with book sales. Number one, the opportunity to talk in depth about your book. Number two, recent research through Smith Publicity show that podcasts do indeed lead to spikes in book sales. Number three, podcasts allow authors to build up a portfolio. Number four, Podcasts are evergreen. That's my favourite one. Number five, podcasts make listeners want to know more. Today, I've got a very special guest with me, the lovely Paige Killian. She is a friend of mine and she's also one of our clients at the Podcast Boutique. Paige is an author, a speaker and a professional organiser. She's also the host of the award-winning podcast, Mom's Organisation Motivation. So Paige started her podcast way back in the early stages of the first lockdown in 2020, which feels forever ago now, doesn't it? This was when her organising work that she did in people's homes started to dry up, understandably. But since then, she has gone from strength to strength and is now an award-winning podcaster, an author, as well as constantly getting booked for her professional organising services. Welcome, Paige. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me on, Lindsay. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. So we'd love to know a little bit more about your book. Tell us the name of the book, first of all, and tell everybody what it's all about. 
It's called I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. I have two kids, could not be more different, both absolutely loves of my life, of course, but very different. And so I put a lot of struggles that I had after having one who was a certain way and then having the second who was a little bit different a lot different. And I realized these are things that I pull from when I go into my client's home to get organized because they are busy moms of littles. I thought, I think I could take these things and offer some help to these busy moms of littles who might be going through the same mom life struggles, who might also just need some girlfriend backup and then have some organization thrown into the mix of their lives as well. That really offers some of that structure and support that we all really need our kids and us as adults. I'd love to know what your thoughts are around how beneficial do you think it is for authors to get onto podcasts or even have a podcast of their own? I think it's very beneficial. I love that I can seamlessly talk about my book on my podcast without it sounding salesy, like go out and buy my book, you know, just really obviously like get this thing that I wrote because I want to make money on it. It's not that. And by the way, if any author knows, you're not always writing a book to make money. It's a lot of times putting you in a position to be an expert in your field. And if I'm not an expert in organizing and mom lifing by now, I don't know who is. These are just things that, you know, I'm living on a daily basis and that's what's in the book. And that's what I talk about on the podcast. And so having my own podcast where I just basically get to talk about the stuff that's in the book on a regular basis, then it doesn't feel so yucky and salesy. So that is a great benefit to being able to sort of plug my book without it feeling yucky. Like I need you to buy this. It's more of just saying, Hey, if you guys are loving the podcast, here's another opportunity for you to have either a tangible item, which is the book. And then also the audio book as well. I felt like because the podcast had really taken off and was such a great success and my email is constantly filled. And something that is on my agenda today is to go back and answer five different emails that I've gotten in the last two days about either people wanting to be on my podcast because they are connecting with that content or they've seen the book or heard the book, or they're asking me to be on and speak about that content because they feel like it would align with their podcast topics as well. So it really goes hand in hand. It's great to have your own podcast, but absolutely an opportunity to share what you've written in a book or done in any part of your life or business. Yeah, I think when you launched the book, you did the rounds, didn't you? You were on a lot of different interviews. You were on lots of different podcasts. Did you see the effects that that had on your book sales and also within your business as well? Absolutely. I did. If this is something that you are thinking about doing, writing a book, publishing a book, and that was an interesting journey that I went through because I initially self-published because again, that sort of pandemic kind of threw a wrench into how everything worked and traditional publishing was really tricky during that time Mm -hmm. because I wrote it pre-pandemic, but then it sat for a little while. I didn't quite know what to do with it after I'd gotten my thoughts down on paper was going to do the traditional publishing route, but I thought it's going to take a long time. It's also, it's not like people are going on book tours right now. We were sort of quarantining and social distancing Mm -hmm. and things were different all over the world than they had been before. So I thought I'm going to self-publish. And because I had shared that information on my podcast, 
I had gone on other people's podcasts and I was talking about this self-publishing book mm. that I had done. I ended up getting other hybrid and traditional publishing companies, agencies reaching out to me. And I ended up having a few to choose from and got to choose Landon Hill Press, which I'm very excited about and republished the book, made the cover a little bit snazzier, some different upgrades to it and getting to put their logo on it. And so some of those things happened that I never even expected to happen because I thought I was kind of doing it on my own, but because I had this additional platform of the podcast and speaking engagements and going on other people's podcasts as well, having those other platforms, it did just sort of take off. So obviously that's great for book sales. It's great for getting opportunities to speak on stages, which ultimately the goal is to have my services help someone else. So it's just kind of a win-win all the way around I love it. That. I love the fact that because some people write the book and then start a podcast. Some people have the podcast and then write the book. But you've just been a really good example of someone who started the podcast and then used the leverage that you got from that to get the book finally out there. I know you'd already written the book, but get it out once you'd started because you were much more visible. You were everywhere, weren't you? Once you started the podcast, you were going on other people's shows, you were showing up more on social media. So yeah, I love that you've got a great example of how that's worked for somebody who's had the podcast first and then gone out with the book. Fantastic. So finally, there are lots of different authors out there who don't have their own podcast, or maybe they've never been a guest on someone else's show to discuss their book, to discuss their own work. Do you have any advice for those authors? Sure. I think there are lots of different avenues you could take to get your book or whatever it is that you're working on in your business or your life to the forefront of people for recognition. The interesting thing too, if we put the podcast opportunity aside, is that I just happened to be at my son's baseball game the night that my book actually hit bestseller on Amazon. And when that happened, I'm sitting next to a mom on the bleachers because again, this is my life. It's not going to stop because a book comes out. I'm still at baseball games, you know, and I just was having a conversation with her and my sweet daughter was sitting next to me cheering her brother on. And she said, oh, my mom, her book became a bestseller today. And the mom is like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. And she goes, oh my gosh, you have to be in our local newspaper. One of my friends is the editor of the newspaper. And so just seamlessly in conversation, when you bring it up or your sweet teenage daughter, you know, brings it up for you, you can absolutely tap into other people in your community who might spread the word and give you other opportunities to be a part of some other way to get your message out or your services out. So don't feel shy or nervous. That was certainly my first opportunity, truly the first day that this information was out about my book. And it just gave me the opportunity to talk about it. So my advice is don't be afraid to have an organic conversation about things that you're working on in your life. If you have a mom group, I actually have a podcast coming out talking about finding your mom group that is 
coming out in February, joining a book club. These are opportunities outside of just podcasting where these things can naturally just come up in conversation. And you would be amazed if you just start talking about these things coming from a place of service, that's something that I've done could help someone else. I believe that there will naturally be opportunities for these platforms to arise, and then it's up to you to take advantage of them. Make sure that you're following up. If someone reaches out and says, oh, actually, I have a podcast that that could be really fun to talk about. Shoot them an email immediately. Just don't be afraid to speak up and share what it is you're doing in your life. Again, it always feels like if you're just coming from a place of service and helping others, it's not going to feel yucky. So it might feel a little weird at first, but you can definitely just feel confident that something that you have put out is going to help someone else. If it resonated for you, if it was important for you to put it into a book, or a podcast episode, it's going to resonate for somebody else. So get your message out. Don't be afraid to do it. Just try, just try and see what happens. Such fantastic advice, Paige. Thank you so much for that. And a lovely sort of pinch me moment with your lovely daughter as well. That was lovely. So sweet. So sweet. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you again very soon. Thanks so much. Thank you so much to Paige for coming on the episode today isn't she just fabulous? You should definitely go and check out Paige's podcast, the Moms Organisation Motivation Podcast. You can listen to it anywhere you listen to your podcast usually. And of course, you'll find the link to Paige's podcast as well as her book in the show notes. Okay, let's kick off the sound celebration. This is the part of the show where I bring you the podcast boutique sound celebrations. Each week, we'll meet someone who is doing brilliant things in the world of podcasting. There are so many women in business with voices that need to be celebrated. Sound Celebrations shines a spotlight on people in podcasting with important messages. The Podcast Boutique. Sound Celebration! Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. So on this week's episode, we're going to be discussing... I'm Lori Phillip career empowerment coach and podcast host at Daring to Leap. It's really for professional women who want to have a successful career, but do it on their terms. It's about career empowerment and providing inspiration and practical things that women can do to improve their lives in their career. And also it's about taking the time to leap into yourself so you know what you really want. I went through a giant career transition last year. I've spent my career at Boeing for 16 years, focused on the defense industry. I was a strategist for military helicopters, which is so random now that I think about it. But I decided that I wanted something different for my career. And I wanted to 
figure out what it was that I could do that would really feel meaningful. I ended up transitioning and becoming a career empowerment coach. And I decided to launch my podcast, Daring to Leap, as a mechanism to sort of reach a broader audience, set myself up as an expert and share whatever I have to offer and use my voice to do that. I'm receiving so many beautiful comments from people on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on private message, you know, just like, wow, this is so cool what you're doing. And I'm so proud of you. And, you know, people are really excited. And I think it forced me to come out to the world in a sense of what I was doing, because a lot of the people in my connections didn't know that I had left my 16 year career and I was available to do career coaching. I am proud of what I've done because I was very comfortable being behind the scenes. And so there was a little bit of anxiety, actually a lot of anxiety on like launch week, you know, worked with Lindsay and had a plan and was like, okay, this is my job is to let people know about this, even if I'm not super comfortable with it. And then I could tell over time, I'm becoming more comfortable with it. And that fear that I had is starting to get a little smaller and a little smaller. And it's been really great. It's helped me really bring my voice forward on a more consistent basis and become a thought leader in my field where it was in there, you know, it's just like now I'm letting it out. Thanks so much, Laurie, for all that you're doing and for being the Podcast Boutique's first sound celebration. If you're doing something brilliant in the world of podcasting, then please do get in touch with us. We'd love to celebrate your voice next. Now, if you've been inspired to get your own podcast started after listening this week, then you'll be very pleased to know that I'm running a free five-day Start Your Podcast Kickstarter next week, starting on Monday. You'll find the link to sign up for that in the show notes. It's 100% free and we're going to go through everything that you need to do to get your podcast planned so that you can get it launched. Next week on the podcast, to celebrate International Women's Day, we have an episode all about embracing equity in your podcast, which is this year's theme for International Women's Day. I'd love to hear what your plans are for International Women's Day over in my group on Facebook, the Podcasting for Business community. Come and let me know what plans you have. You have been listening to the Podcasting for Business show with me, Lindsay Gould. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on launching a podcast to grow your business. Let's make it happen.